This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way we can dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little home fries. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode. We are all here. I'm here. Gary's here. Hey. Matt. Also here. Chris. Hi, everyone. Jenna. Hello. And and you guys are here and you're listening. And thank you so much for listening. The response to these Thursday shows has been really great. Um, and I love that you guys are loving them. And I love that you're also loving the Monday shows. And tell everyone you know. Okay. We have so much to talk about. First of all... My watch just broke again. My I've had the same watch for years because I love it, but it the battery keeps dying. And despite the fact that I've been very vocal in the past about how I'm very pro watch, I'm not. I'm not in favor of the fact that everyone is sort of just saying, "To hell with watches! I'm just going to use all of my electronic devices to tell time." I find that I'm not really in a rush to get the battery fixed. I might just. I might just start living without a watch. Wow! You could still wear it. For fashion, I, well, yeah, I, wear a broken watch. In the, the bracelet, I've done that. I've done it in the past. It's not that crazy. In How the dare past, you? I actually have done that, just because I I didn't want to repeatedly be like, oh fuck, where's my watch? Oh fuck, where's my watch? But now I'm I'm not that like dependent on the sensation of it. But does everyone here wear a watch? What do you guys do? Did do you use it? Do you actually use it? Yes. Oh. Okay. But I mean, I can Me, use I, my... do, I do too. That's... Chris's yes. watch is totally broken. What was your too, point going to be if she had said no? Well, because I know a lot of people wear watches, but then they'll Never still mind. pull out their phone when you ask them what time it is, or they'll 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 look at their phone rather than look at the watch. Yeah. The phone's perfectly accurate. My watch is always a few minutes off. True. I love watches, though. Like I like the way they look. I like the function of them. I haven't worn one for a long time because battery died in all of them. Right. And then I never did anything about it. And then for a while I was wearing a watch that didn't tell the time because it, the battery was dead, which was annoying because I would look at it all the time and mm. have no, – like if someone asked me what time it was, I would look and go, oh, I don't know. You, I mean that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Well, it makes you seem like a liar. It usually yeah, takes exactly. A, it takes a couple of weeks of not having a watch to not look at your wrist to know what time it is. Right. I used to wear a watch for a really long time. I think the whole Dick Tracy, James Bond super watch, that kind of killed it for me because it never quite did what I wanted it to do. <laughs> Well, what were you hoping it could do? Just you Tell know, the time, re- the date, I mean. You know, reach police headquarters with a tap of a button. <laughs> right. Perhaps shoot a piece of string out that could then hold my entire body weight and pull me up the side of a side right. skyscraper. What Anything like that. What were you going to tell police headquarters? Uh, help Gary's chasing me again. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. No, I wear, I wear a watch, but uh, in fact, I got here today and realized I by, like feel that I wasn't wearing it. It's been bugging me for like an hour but yeah all the batteries die and like last time i moved i have like a little box that holds them and it got stuck in like a bigger box and i didn't unpack it for like three months probably mm-hmm. and then i opened it and all six watches the battery was dead and i was just like fuck that i'm not because because in <laughs> my are mind watch batteries so shitty is another question well exactly Amen. but it's like it's one <laughs> of those things you. where it's like i could probably <laughs> get them all d- like replaced in one fell swoop but that would take an hour and 20 minutes and i don't care Yes. Yeah. See, I feel like I'm actually fine. The time when 
I'm going to need a watch, I find, is like I have a meeting coming up, and during the meeting, I'm going to want to know what time it is, and I feel like it's much more... What's going on, you guys? I have no idea. Chris punched the mic. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm shaming um, I, I could hear his the head nod through, through his mic. You You can be more stealth about checking the time on your wrist than you can about checking your phone. Yeah. And not a lot of... Th- Things True. feel sillier than looking at your empty wrist after wearing a watch for so yes. long. <laughs> it's like uh, when 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 I get a haircut and I do the like the brush the hair out of my face head motion and my hair's already short and it doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. That that's silly too. But I feel like there's a, a flip side to what you're saying about being able to stealthily check the time. That's true, but if you get caught, no matter what, people know you're looking at the time. Whereas in the middle of a work day, if I'm even if I'm in a meeting, I can be like I guess looking at an email or whatever, like checking, right? You know, declining a phone call. I can play it off like that. I've done that before when it was time to, like, when I needed to check the time. I was like, oh, who's calling me? And then I just hit the top. Oh, no, never mind. It's and then in- the person feels good that I declined the call. It's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind in case that ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that everyone regards someone checking the time as a sign that they're trying to get out of a place. When really, it. I would say maybe. A tenth of the time, it's because I'm like, oh, man, I got to get out of here. What time is it? Usually it's just because I don't want to be late for something or maybe I'm even having a good time and I want to see how much time I have left with the whatever. It's really never about not wanting to be where I am. I think, though, that looking at your watch is a sign that you have momentarily checked out of whatever conversation you're having. Yes. Like if I'm telling yes. you a story and you start looking at your at your wrist – even if it's because, wow, you're telling such a great story. I need to know if I can keep listening to this. It's you're looking at your is. watch. You're not listening to me. Yeah. You know? See, phone is the same. Yeah. There should just be clocks every, all around. <laughs> everywhere. Oh, my God. You know what we need? Eyeballs that project the time on the inside of your lids or something. Google glasses. Everybody just should just wear Google, Google glasses. glasses. Yeah. Or a watch on your forehead. So every, yes. if everybody wore one, then you would always. But then you would just <laughs> always be staring contact. at their forehead and it would be like that where you're almost making eye contact, but you're not. So it's really uncomfortable. I'll my take fr- anything. My, I think this has come up before. My friend Dustin, fans of the show know who that is. Um, and everyone in this room, I think, knows who that is. Uh, sometimes we'll look like at the top, sort of like the right above where your eyes are and it always makes me wonder like is there something in my hair am i frizzing what's going on mm-hmm. i don't know what it, it's it's a weird thing but it's like not but it's not um is he messing with you or is that just him i, it's, I think it's just him because i've done that before where i'll like choose a spot like just slightly above into the left of someone's eyes and just constantly look at that for just to mess with people oh really yeah. yeah oh yeah i've done it where i just stare at the, like one earlobe right and it's just like you're just off-centered a little bit so and you wait and you're doing that just, just to, to fuck with them yes yeah okay speaking of <laughs> what is wrong with you as people thank you always. Always. gentleman's <laughs> choice heaven forbid i'm sincere okay <laughs> that is not a gentleman now is as a girl is it more is the throw you more if someone's doing the the hair check or the boob check when you're talking to a guy, and you're it looking at throws your head. me more. Throws me in what direction? Boob check. You don't linger. <laughs> I'm you don't excited. Because the oh. boob check. It's a boom. Like you're just it's a dip. Allison, you were saying that when you're talking to somebody and they suddenly look like just above your eyes. Yeah. You're suddenly like you're checked out for a minute. You're like oh, okay. you're kind of like thrown by it. And I'm asking if if, if the, the head look throws you more than the boob look when you're talking to somebody and you see a guy like. Eh. If a Maybe guy don't just, make that sound. Usually you, you, you make that sound. That sound? It's, uh, uh, this is radio, okay? I need <laughs> sounds to coordinate with <laughs> my eye movements. Um, a quick boob check is okay, but if someone's just staring at something that's not your face, mm-hmm. that is 
makes you uncomfortable. Okay. But then the slightly above the eyes makes me think, what's going on? I say just stick with the eyes. Sure. Yeah. You know, just be, just be normal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's another quick eyeball thing. And then we're moving on. I wasn't planning to talk about eyes so much. Have you guys noticed in a movie or a TV show when it's a close-up of someone and they are looking into another person's eyes, they always go back – like their eyes bounce back and forth. Like it looks as if someone gave them the stage direction, uh, look from one eyeball to the other and then back and forth like very rapidly. And I mentioned this – and I've always figured this is something that must – maybe it has to do with cross-cutting or something or so they don't get like dead eye, fixed eye look. And I mentioned it to Daniel and he said – that's just what people do when they're looking in each other's eyes. And I don't, I don't think so, though. That, I guess no one here has ever noticed that. When that two characters are looking at each other or when you're looking at a close-up shot? You're looking at a close-up shot of one character, but they are supposed to be looking directly into the other one's eyes. And they're moving their eyes back and forth. Yes. Well, you can't, like, look in someone's – you can't look at both eyes that's true. At the same time. So maybe that's part of it. Okay. Like you fluctuate which eye you're looking at. Look, because I've tried to look. Look in my eyes. I'm going to see if your eyes are Like moving. I'm focused on one eye. Mm-hmm. Now I'm focused on the other eye. Did it move? It A very a tiny bit. Oh, just a subtle. But maybe? it seems in, in close-ups, the scenes I'm talking about, it seems like it's more deliberate. Like it really is like. I know. I I'm gonna think make, I know what you mean. Yeah. Maybe the actor's reading a cue card that's just off the side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Some actors Maybe. are not very good at memorizing their lines. I'm just saying. Maybe. That could now, solve it. It could just be the same variation that you saw in Jenna's eyes, but the screen just is so giant. I mean, right. even on a 42-inch screen, a close-up of someone's eyes looks really weird. True. There's another element is that it could be a terrible director. A really good director will give an actor like a sight line. They'll right. put up a hand or they'll have some sort of mark that they have to be looking at. And if it's not an experienced director, the actor might not know what he's supposed to be looking at. And then in that case, that would explain the actor's – the actual actor staring at whatever's happening. Right. There's things moving around. It's natural for his eyes to dart around. Oh, That yes. could also be. I mean, I, no I noticed it. It was Emma Stone in Crazy Stupid Love. I noticed it there. But you also notice it a lot in soap operas. Hmm. Hmm. So uh, weigh in, listeners. <laughs> Emma nice. Stone's hot. Was that an eye pun you just made? There? <laughs> yeah. That's me weighing in. <laughs> Thanks. I like her too. She's cute sometimes, and then sometimes I see her and I think, ah, there's something a little bit cute. Chip monkey, yeah, right? I, yes. What is that? Yes. I saw her in The Help, and she does not look very good in that movie. Well, that was a bad hair. Is it, the, is it a short hair. upper lip? Maybe. I don't know what it is. But sometimes <laughs> she's gorgeous, and sometimes I'm like, hmm, I don't yeah. know. I don't get it. Yeah, I like the gorgeous one. Me cool. too. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer that version. <laughs> Let's do. Uh, I'm trying to think if we should do an iTunes comment of the week or if we should do an email. Let's do an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Buddha23, and it's titled, Love the Thursday Shows. You guys are great. I'm listening to your Thursday show, and you guys are talking about Halloween costumes. I once was at a costume party, and a woman came dressed in black with fake rats all over her with foil. When asked what you are, she replied, rats foiled again. Keep up the great stories. Remember, I was saying that I don't like costumes. The clever like, costumes. Right. Yes. I don't like the clever costumes. That is a clever costume. Yeah. Rats <laughs> but you, boiled again. But that are, took now, me a few minutes to figure that out. 
Like rats oh, right. foiled again. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get okay. it. Now. now, is this tickling you, Matt? Because yeah. you claim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It, the thing is that that was real. That's really obscure. Like, I get that phrase now, but I have to be able to associate was like a 1950s right. rat spoiled again. That's like a colloquial thing, and now yeah. it's 2000 whatever. It right. is clever, though. I do like that. Oh, so it's, it's <laughs> retro and clever. Yeah. I think if you have to ask what what it is, and I'm, I bet everybody had to ask what that costume was, then no. I know, because it sounds more like, like a creepy Lady Gaga outfit or something, not like <laughs> rats foiled again. <laughs> I do give her points, though, for dressing as an expression. True. That, no, I take true. away points. Well, see, that. I, <laughs> I do I like that. I mentioned <laughs> one on. where someone was wearing a slip and smoking a pipe, and it was Freudian slip, or and like wearing glasses, I think. Okay. And right. I, I found good. that one annoying. I mean, Plus, look, then she even got the like slip sexy element into Ooh, yeah. her costume she managed too. To be That's even clever. <laughs> slutty clever is my favorite kind of clever. Let that be known. Yeah, slutty clever's all right. <laughs> all out. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for your iTunes comment. I believe we have another one, right? Yes, we do. Do we need the song again? Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Allison your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. This one comes from Jason Wonderful and it is titled I Love Wednesday. Hey, Allison and the Skittles. That's Wednesday. the name. I... I mean, thank you, but you mean Thursday. Not you. No, you're, you're right. He, Wednesday. He means Thursday. I, I totally – I messed that up, though. That's why you threw me when you said that. Yeah. Oh. He does mean Thursday. Oh, okay. Um, hey, Allison and the Skittles. That's the name I've given your fictitious band. <laughs> I listen to most of the shows on Corolla Digital, and I think your Thursday show is my new favorite. I realize this because I download I downloaded everybody's show for tomorrow, and I just want to listen to yours first. I can listen to Adam interview the Road Hardcast tomorrow, but just in case I die in my sleep, I want to hear my Skittles update tonight. Hopefully that doesn't sound sarcastic since it's written down. I assure you it is anything but. I love you guys. Jason. Thank you so much. Thank That's you. so nice. So nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and if you would like your iTunes comment to potentially be an iTunes comment of the week, then leave us a comment and click five stars because that is our favorite number. Can I just ask, though, yes. if we're Allison and the Skittles, does that mean that you're the lead singer of this band, or does Chris get to step up as lead singer? Because no. Chris has got a good voice. No, no, Allison's a lead singer. I'm sure you Allison has a delightful voice as well. I've well, never heard her sing. I don't Allison know. Allison is the lead, but yeah. I will not be the Green Apple. I just want to put it out there now. Right, I can't be the Green Apple. Allison's the lead, but then in about three or four years, I'll probably do my own thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then it'll be Chris. You know him as Allison yeah, and the Skittles Skittle. backup guitarist. Is that what you would be? Yeah, you could be lead like guitar if you want. Oh, we'll figure it out. Okay, <laughs> thanks for your can-do attitude. Um, someone left a comment or tweeted—I forget—that in Europe. I don't know if this is true. It's some shocking Skittle news. <laughs> in Europe, the the purple Skittles are black currant flavor. Ooh, but apparently, nasty. he said they're also gross. But that sounds better to me than grape. I don't think I actually know what a currant tastes like. Have you had anything cassis flavored? I don't know what that means. I don't know what okay. either of those things are. Or yeah, like a no it's, it's really royal. sweet. Yeah, it's a like a sweet. Um, in, in a lot of like vegetarian and vegan raw cuisine, uh, you use it as like a sweetener. Well, it I would say it's like in between me, a so. berry and uh, in between berry and grape is kind of what uh, probably what is. So what you're saying is worldwide we can lose the purple one. 
Sounds like <laughs> Regardless it. Regardless of yeah. country. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd be I able to taste I still stand by what I said. I still like the purple ones. I know I'm, I'm alone in this group, but yeah. no, I, I would like be sad purple. If, if purple left. I, mean, I like purple. Right, I'm just still mad about green. I don't know if I'll ever get over it. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It's really sad. You guys should have seen Jenna before the show. She was inconsolable. I was like, Jenna, come on, put a smile on. We have a show. We have a show to do. I have to do my makeup all over again. <laughs> Speaking of Apple, I had a realization the other night, which is you never really see Apple ice cream. Ooh, good one. <laughs> That's Thank you. really, really good. I never thought about that. What? They have like blue raspberry. No, I think and I saw caramel apple once. Oh. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah. No, that I think I've seen. I think I've seen caramel apple. That, I was thinking that you don't even see that. Yeah. I stand corrected. But you'd think there would be some kind of ice cream that's sort not of Not like cold apples. Apple yes. pie? That, ice cream? You could do that. Yeah. Why isn't there that? Why isn't there some kind of like apple cinnamon ice cream? Or just yes. like apple sorbet or something would be right. really good too. Or apple frozen yogurt. Mm. Yeah, I could get behind that. Yoplait has apple yogurt. Right. That hence, that's really good. Hence, um, hence yeah. this huge bloom of important thought. Um, yeah, I think Chris has nailed it. You don't find cold apple. But then I was, and then this started me thinking about artificial apple flavor, and then I was thinking about the apple skittle. I know that's where you guys would have started, but that is where <laughs> I arrived. And I thought, well, that sucks actually. But I feel, but apple flavored yogurt, regular lukewarm yogurt, not bad. So I think mm. that apple should invade the frozen yogurt and the ice creams. I could do frozen yogurt, I think for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Definitely. Glad we've talked about that. Yeah. Mm. I feel um, like it's, it should have been tried by now. I mean, we've been doing dessert for a while. <laughs> nope. Maybe there's. Maybe I bet there's it, a, it was tried and failed. Right. Maybe, maybe there's a re- there's a reason that we don't see it. Maybe it's horrible. I did something great the other day. I. Ate uh, ice cream in a hot tub. And <laughs> it's the best, the best thing I've ever done. What a sensation! <laughs> That's see at, on the live show with Doug Benson and Greg Proops from Podfest, the one that I'm always telling people to buy. And by the way, if you would like to purchase it, if you need some bonus Alice from Rosen is your new best friend, it's available for just a dollar ninety nine from the uh, comedy album section of the iTunes Store. And everyone who has listened to it says it's great. I'm not even. It sounds like hyperbole. It's not. Everyone likes it. Anyway, there was like a whole interlude on that episode about eating ice cream in the shower. I can't remember why. Well, my theory is it's like uh, Bananas Foster eating ice cream with apple pie. Like the mixture of the cold and the hot is incredible. But imagine submersing your body in hot water while you're eating ice cream. It's just – It's like a treat for the senses. I don't even want to eat ice cream – in in a room anymore. How did this? Were you alone? No, is that is in Monterey. We, we, were, we were living the dream. Oh, when you were up there with Adam. <laughs> yeah. Did they have room service in the hot tub? No, no. We it? we me, Rob, and Jeff just went down to the hot tub. Every time I go on a trip with Adam, I bring my trunks because I always swim in the pool. I feel I'm the guy who always has to use the drawers and the closet in a hotel. Like I don't feel like I'm oh. getting my money's worth if I don't use everything there. <laughs> Do you unpack right away? Yeah, yeah. I just throw everything in in the, the drawer. What in the closet? <laughs> I noticed that too. Dra- he says draw. Draws, he, but he says he doesn't. He's this is a third way. Like I've heard the New York version of draws, but that was something different. There was an O in there. I don't I'm, know. Well, I'm not saying it again. So <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I'm you, not have to, you have to rewind to listen to that. Um, Let's just say it again. N- drawers. 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 I like You're, that. You pronounce it really well. You do. Like yes, phonetically he, almost. I. I like that. Well, now I'm, I'm like I'm blushing now because uh, I don't know, I I don't know got, how to take this. I got shit recently. Okay. Well, I want to come back to you using the drawers. <laughs> but, <laughs> drawers is supposed to rhyme with doors, not throwers. 
Is that what we're saying here? <laughs> How do you know that? I think mine. I think yeah. I am pronouncing it with. You're rhyming throwers. it with throwers, and it should rhyme with doors. Drawers. Oh, there you go. That's better. Now, how do you guys pronounce? I want to go back to that though. Okay. But how do you guys pronounce the word D O M E S T I C? Domestic. 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 Say it again. Domestic. Okay. Because someone on Twitter asked why I say it weird, and I said I didn't know that I did, and apparently I say domestic. Oh yeah. Which I thought is how you say it, and he said that no, everyone says domestic. But then I looked it up. And it is that upside down e thing, you know. I, I looked how it's uh, written out phonetically, and it is that e thing uh-uh. that means uh. So it's domestic, domestic as opposed to domestic. I thought domestic was how you pronounce it. Does it sound weird when I say that domestic? I think I've heard slightly, but it's not. I think your your accent. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. I'm sure you say that word on a frequent basis. I've never once looked up and thought. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like Chris saying that word. No. Drawers. <laughs> no. I can't even do it. Well, the pull-out things where you pull, like, put the clothes oh, yeah. in. Um, so I use that. And anyway, so every time I go on the road with Adam, I always have to go in the pool no matter how cold or mm-hmm. uh, hot it is. And it was, it was good weather. So me, Rob, and Jeff just went down there. And on the way there, there's an ice cream shop. And we had the brilliant idea of trying uh, buying ice cream and sitting in the hot tub and eating it. And we did. And it was amazing. Sounds sensual. So, yeah, if, it was very sensual. So if so you're going to start taking the a lot of baths now <laughs> to eat Maybe. your ice cream? Yeah, I think that's the only way to do I it know. now. I've taken two baths recently. I, wow. d- I'm, I don't normally do that. Uh, and both times, for like a couple minutes, I'm like, this is oh, really nice. And then really quickly, I'm like, okay, I'm over this. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how to luxuriate. <laughs> <laughs> that is my experience every time, which is okay. why I'm laughing because... I'm like, I'll get in. It feels great. And then I'm like, what am I doing in here? Yeah. What is it happening? Gets, it gets boring like really minutes, fast. Like, oh, well, <laughs> what now? But do you guys do how they do in the movies? you got to like light some candles and put some music on and have a glass of wine. Like no. if you're just sitting in your, your concrete tub, you know, your plastic tub, like, yeah, that would get old pretty fast. I feel like even with all the other stuff, though, it would get old. Even with a bowl of ice cream? Well, no, it would last new. as long as the ice cream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to put my hands in the water. Mm. They get cold otherwise. And then oh. if you have your hands in your water, you can't really read or eat ice cream. Well, and you get your book wet. Yeah. Or your iPad ruined. I mean, there's a lot of... This, yes, this was the first time that I... Because I think my memory of taking a bath was from when I was a kid. So this is the first time that I've had to deal with the how do I check Twitter while I'm in the bath. Don't want to get my phone wet issue. How'd it go? It was okay, but I mean, it just was ultimately... It very quickly boring. This right. might be why you didn't have such a good time in the bath. It's supposed to be like a relaxing <laughs> thing where you're not supposed to worry about your Twitter feed. If you're in your tub going, I gotta check my Twitter feed, you're not enjoying your bath. And I don't take baths, but as far as I understand, <laughs> oh. that's what you're supposed to do. All right. Point taken. All right. Okay. Also, I jotted down a few things that I wanted to mention, which is uh, yesterday, I'm just trying to – I'm doing the math here of when people listen to this versus when they'll be. It doesn't really matter because this was an off-air moment. Gary – so before right, – right as we were going to record the Adam Carolla show, Gary wanted to tell Adam about some things that needed to be taken care of after the show. And Adam listened and then he, he went, listen. And I looked at Gary and the look on his face was like – th- I'm trying to think of what to liken it to. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> he was like, oh, here it comes. Like – so braced for bat it was but it was cute although i'm sure that he wants to kill me right now but just i just wanted to know 
what was going on in that moment for you? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I, I feel oh. terrible. Now I didn't didn't. I was realize. trying to do my job. I don't know. It's it can be difficult sometimes. I have no idea what to say. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we cut all this out. <laughs> we can't. We, we can't if you want. No, it's all right. Yeah, you just you looked braced for impact. That's not an uncommon feeling. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Adam but it turned up, out to be not that bad. Adam oh. got upset with me over the weekend because uh, I, I use his – there's an app on his phone that me, uh, measures like the, the race times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I program it every time before he goes out and then I grab it to show him the lap times. Well, I grabbed it out of the car after his race and he walked away. So I just slipped it in my pocket and I forgot I had it in there. And I went and went, walked away and uh, did my own thing for a while. And then I just get a text like from uh, from Nate, Adam's producer of his uh, documentary thing. Adam needs his phone. Where are you? And then I just get a bunch of text messages like, where, where are you? Adam needs his phone. And I just sprint over there. And, and then I had Adam's phone. He's just yelling at me like, why would you take my phone? What happened? And then and then about an hour later, we're filming something for his documentary. And he leaves his phone in the trailer that we did it. And it was just me and his phone. So he left it there mm-hmm. and walked away. And he gave me the call. Is my phone Is my phone there? And he, he felt really bad. And he said he did it just to balance it out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, it was actually really rewarding that he left, his, he left his phone there. Right. Was it like full yelling or somewhat mock yelling? Uh, he, he was upset. I think he really needed his phone. Yeah. He needed to make a call uh, for an interview. And I, I had his phone on me. Oh, Right. But it, it it felt good that he left it. it yeah. It felt really good. Well, good. Yeah. Thank you. Still feel uncomfortable that I brought that up for Gary. I'm sorry. He's okay. Because <laughs> it was just sort of like oh, digging a hole. I'm, this, I'm making I it worse. I feel bad, but here we go again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what? I, I tried you to know when? It. I appreciate it, Chris. I'm sorry, good Gary. Here, here it comes, though. Yes. You know when a dog is riding in a car and the wind first hits its face oh, and it God, kind I hope of I'm like the dog in this scenario. You are. <laughs> <laughs> it had, you had that like you looked like you were literally gonna physically. Here it comes. Like you actually literally cringed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel awful. Okay. Anyway, here's a story that makes me look bad though. Yeah. Um. So something, not the other story also made me look bad. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> you know what we need? <laughs> we need a song for when it's awkward and uncomfortable. You do. Oh, no, I the, know. The silence is I deafening. I feel like you know what to play. <laughs> hey, 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 go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So something weird happened, and I just wanted to know if you got, what you guys think of this. Uh, driving in the car with Daniel, and the topic of someone that I used to date came up. And I've try- been trying to figure out how it came up. But he said something like, why don't I like so-and-so? Like, wh- what is it about that person that rubs me the wrong way? And then he threw out a couple of, like, is it because they're this or this? And I was like, is it not because I used to date them? Thinking maybe that's why he doesn't like this person. And he goes, you used to date this person? And then I oh, was man. like, oh, shit. Because like, <laughs> yeah, I, I could have sworn he knew that. And so then it was weird. And then I was thinking, am I losing my mind that – you know, I'm sure that we had gone over this, but then we hadn't. And then it's just going to be a weird thing because it's something that 
that he should have known because it's someone that he is he also knows um, or doesn't know personally but knows of. Uh, and anyway, then then we realized that he had that person mixed up with someone else. So he was taught he was using the name of the person that I used to date, but was talking about someone else that I'd never dated. So then we sorted that out. I don't know how that then turned into me trying, like sort of explaining whatever happened with that person, though. And the truth is that it was a very short lived little thing. It was it was many years ago when I sort of. I don't even know if I would say I was dating him. Like he and I were – we hung out for a little while uh, and then I don't – I can't really remember what happened, which is frustrating for me because I have a good memory. So I, I don't know if it's that I blocked part of it. I don't know if it's that I've so moved on, which this story would suggest is not the case. Um, I, well, I think we were kind of – I think we were drunk a lot of the time that we were hanging out. Um, and I think that is part of why I'm having trouble re- sort of remembering exactly how it all went down. Um, I know that I had suggested that I feel like we should probably not just meet up late and get tanked. Uh, and I did never use the word. This might be the first time I ever used the word tank to describe that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that he was down with not drinking so much. And I feel like that was maybe part of the reason that things didn't didn't work out between us. But I was sort of having trouble remembering exactly how it went. But I it, it, the whole thing was just very com- at the time very confusing to me and also very upsetting. And in retrospect, I think that when something is very confusing, that's just a sign. Just get the fuck out because any sort of like decent relationship or even when you're dating someone decent, even if it doesn't work out, it's not so confusing. Usually, I feel like someone who's coming from a good place tries to explain it in a way like they, they don't want you to feel that confused, but this was really confusing anyway though. So I was telling part of it to Daniel and part of it that I had remembered and Daniel's like, Oh yeah. I mean that right there shows that he never, he didn't have any feelings for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> and Daniel's killing it on the like ex relationships lately. <laughs> He's just crushing it. <laughs> Wait, yeah. did, did you feel rejected again? <laughs> yes, weirdly, I did. And the thing is, I think he's probably right. Of all the people that I've been involved with, it's not like here's an example. Here's an example. Okay, there's, I, there were too many double negatives. Here's an example of one where I think the person didn't have many feelings for me, if any. It really wasn't a lot of. It wasn't like a true ex-boyfriend or anything like that. Um, so I don't know why it bothered me so much. And then I was sitting there trying to remember what happened, trying to find proof that this isn't true. And then I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? Because I'm engaged to be married to this person. I really don't ever think of this other person again. What? Is this, is this funny? <laughs> no, no, no. You said engaged to be married. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm I'm betrothed to this one. <laughs> and this thing was years ago. This is not someone that I still have feelings for. So why am I all of a – so why did the next day I go home <clears> – <throat> excuse me <clears> – and search through all my emails to try to remember what happened in that relationship, <laughs> which I still don't really have a sense of, but I have more of a sense of it. I mean, I think ma- – No, you go first. Okay, thanks. Go first. Um, I guess – I'm trying to think of a way to compare it, but it seems to me like maybe 
this is not necessarily the right term for it, but if you're like a completist, right? Say <laughs> so you, you have a DVD collection and you know you want to get the third movie in the trilogy because you want to have your set complete. I think that it can apply to past relationships, and if you have a lot of questions and you're a very meticulous person. It's like being a completist. You want to go back through your emails and fill in those gaps so that yeah. you have a story that you know all the details of and that you can sort of, you know, find the pros and cons and you can, you know, compose an argument or whatever your intention is with it. I think that's what it is. I don't think it's a bad thing. I would say generally I would personally preach to live in the present and not worry about your past relationships. But in my own experience, I've definitely had times where I have gone back and looked at old emails and but try to figure shit out it, because you just want to get straight. It wasn't, well done, man. But it wasn't even about what happened with that guy at this point. It was about the fact that Daniel's assessment was, oh, he well, obviously he didn't really have any feelings for you. That was what was so upsetting to me, even though it wouldn't have been upsetting if I had said to someone, I don't think this guy had many feelings for me. It was like the fact that it was so apparent to Daniel from the story that that was it made me feel really foolish that I had, oh, my God, how did I not see that, even though I may have. It was the matter of factness with with which he said it. Yes. And I would have made the same mistake and said that same dumb shit and then probably immediately – figured out as the car went kind of quiet that that was a stupid way to say it but i would have done the same shit because it's like without knowing the story i'm sure it was a very black and white issue and at the end of him hearing it it was like oh yeah well that guy's an asshole like yes yeah i think it's that it's it was sort and, of and he's judging that guy right totally it's, it's not about it's got nothing to do with that, you yes. really like i think he's that saying da- this guy was a dick daniel's the kind of guy who can't mistreat a woman like can't go to a strip club and enjoy objectifying a woman he just for whatever you know he can't unless he's bamboozled me he i don't think he's someone who was ever super down with one night stands it just doesn't feel right to him to treat women that way which lucky me but i think that he has judgments towards men who can do that and this guy was like was asleep i mean a lot of people have negative feelings about this guy. So I think it was coming from that. But, yeah, I think you're right. It was just a matter of fact way he said it was sort of something that – it was like something – Dr. Drew has done this and I've had the same feeling of like – that was so cut and dry and a little bit dismissive the way you just diagnose that situation. Uh, uh, I'm sure there was something different about it, except I don't think there was. I just think in my life, especially in the phase where I like was always falling for people that – didn't really return the feelings, but there was some involvement there. I think I was in conversations a lot with people where I was trying to somehow justify this person's behavior. But it makes me feel a little bit like a fraud because I like to think that I'm this person who's really moved on and who makes healthy decisions now and blah, blah, blah. And this thing was a long time ago, but not that. Like I thought I was a little healthier at the point that this happened. But um, I don't know why it was so important to me to try to explain to Daniel, no, it's not, ju- it's not just that he had no feelings for me. Well, just from human nature, I mean, I think I know there are people who don't like me, but it, some, it bothers me to think that they didn't or yes. for some reason don't. Yeah. And so there's that element in that like, wait a minute, what do you mean he didn't like me at all? You know, like right. that just instinctually is a terrible feeling no yeah. matter what. Um but I also think in those situations, because I've been in that situation where I was, I mean, did you feel like he liked you? 
I mean, I think that, it was that's the reason it was confusing. Right, exactly. If, it, if I, from the beginning, was like, oh, he doesn't care about me at all, it wouldn't have been confusing right. when all of a sudden he stopped calling. Right. Uh, and then his friend asked me out. That was the part. His friend asked me out, and I found out that he had told his friend it was okay. And Ooh. then Daniel said, when Daniel, that was the part that Daniel's like, oh, he obviously didn't have feelings for you then. And I was like, like, I think that that's kind of the only or that's an OK interpretation of everything. Like by definition, the fact that nothing ever happened between us, you know, after that would mean that he didn't really. And yet I don't know what illusion I'm I'm walking around with that <sighs> some it just didn't. He was, I don't know. All that bullshit that you tell yourself. Right. I wonder if it's the same thing as when <clears throat> excuse me, uh, when you're talking to somebody and they say, oh, I used to hate you when I first met you, but I mean we're friends now, so I like you. Yes, when I wouldn't would, be okay with when that. When someone would tell me that, me too. I think, well, I hate you now because yeah. you told me that. Um, yeah. yeah, and it, it bothers me when when people say, "Yeah, I used to, I used to hate you." Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right when you talk about Daniel's just. I think that him not like being able to treat women badly and stuff like that. That leads to being extremely judgmental of fucking dickheads. Yes. Especially if you've been around a lot of them and especially as you get older, like at Daniel's age, it's like, yeah, like, fuck those guys. And especially just in general, like, I'll I'll make comments every now and then about, like, guys being fucking total douchebags. But it's like, if one of them had dated my girlfriend, I would probably get even more, like, viscerally, like, upset and be like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, he's an asshole. And I think that that's where where the reaction came from yeah i see i think because all of a sudden i felt like somehow in what he had said and i actually said this to him but was sitting there being like what am i doing what am i doing what are you doing blah 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 what are you doing (laughs) unfortunately the part of me that was like what are you doing at that point was like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) it was easy to not hear it (laughs) um I was saying to him that somehow his assessment, oh, this guy had no feelings for you, made me feel like I'm a person who's not worthy of someone having feelings. It, like, it, made, it felt like my value. I had no value suddenly. And he was saying that, no, that's, he was, it was just directed at the guy. Yeah, it's his, it was. It's his feelings for you that, are, that is evoking him saying yeah. that in the first place. That's why it's so kind of funny to me that that mm-hmm. would be your reaction because it's like I'm sure in his mind he's like, are you – no, like the feelings I have for you is why I don't like that guy and just said that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it really was, uh, I wouldn't have expected that all of a sudden I could be upset again about this thing and then be trying to prove anything to Daniel. Again, the person that I'm walking down the aisle with (laughs) finding other euphemisms for engaged to be married. (laughs) But I, no, I think you're right. What you said, uh, I think everyone's right. But what you said, Jenna, about like not really wanting to be confronted with the fact that someone doesn't like you. I hate it. But it happens all the time. So yeah. you'd think you'd get over it. But how do you just get over that? I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. The healthy way to be, though, is to accept that not everyone is going to like you. Absolutely. And that someone's, someone else's opinion of you isn't really your business. But those are challenges for they me. They are. Me too. 
Me too. But Chris, I can't imagine everyone anyone ever hated you when they first met you. Oh, that was a hypothetical. Everyone loves me. <laughs> <laughs> I was also it's just making that. that up for you guys. <laughs> yeah. I found, okay. I hear that happens with everyone else. <laughs> I found out because the person told me that. So you know when uh, when I was being hired on the Adam Carolla show, I think that he. My understanding is that he kind of took a vote. Like everyone voted. A, you know, of the the news girls that we're considering, everyone has a vote. And then I think that. Um, but his vote probably he had more votes. <laughs> um, but I found out that one of the one of the people here did was in favor of someone else. Um, this but this person told me this. Like I'm you know I'm so glad we ended up with you. Da, da, da. But at the, at the beginning, this person was in favor of this person. Um, there's a lot. I'm being very vague with what I'm saying. <laughs> I just figured out exactly what. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> I ha- I sat there. We were on a plane, and I sat there for the rest of the plane ride. N- totally not okay with this. Yeah. Right. But this person who told me like had no idea that that was my reaction to it. Nor should it have been my reaction because he w- it was he was telling me how happy he was that it was me, etc. I think everyone was relieved that there's not a lot of drama with me. Even though listening to me talk now, you'd be surprised. But I'm actually <laughs> I find. <laughs> I find quite easy to work with compared to certain personalities in this industry. Yes. I could agree with that. Thank you. I think this person may have given you a complicult. Yes. Is that what that was? Kind of. Right? Like, oh, you're so awesome. I just didn't pick you in the beginning. (laughs) Like, it's a compliment and an insult, right? Isn't that, I think that might have been what miffed you. I don't know. I don't think I said that. Did I say that? No, no, no. It wasn't you. I liked you. You No, the reason that the person wanted the other person would. It's humorously vague. Was because this person knew that other person and knew that person would be very easy to work with. And the, that person's like main thing was, I just want to work with someone who's easy to work with. I just want this new body to be uh, easygoing and chill and et cetera. And, and I was a question mark. Who, knew, who knows? Perhaps I could be some diva. I think that's what this person said. And I was like, mm. what? I don't think I telegraphed that at all. Um. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I'm just going through my memory like, I hope I haven't said anything like that to people because now I would really be mad at myself if I had. I don't know. I feel like some people just take that in stride though. Maybe. But I don't, don't want to say it. Mental note. <laughs> don't say that to people. All right. Well, we have, okay. <laughs> we have emails and we have just me or everyone. Should we do just me or everyone? Let's do that. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Lane says, I can't wear yellow and brown at the same time because I will be poop and pee colored and people will laugh. I'm not Um, allowed to wear yellow at all. You aren't? Why? No, I do. But there was like an edict from my parents because I had jaundice when I was like 10 days old. I was like, that little shit's never wearing yellow. Oh. Yeah. So I was like 19 when I, like, I tried to buy a shirt. My mom was like, you can't do that. And she, I was like, why? And she told me. I'd never known about it just that. Brought, it brought the, back, the memory back to I them? guess, to, to my dad. And she was like, your dad won't like that. And I was like, well, I'm a grown-up. He'll live. And wow. he did make a face when he saw me wearing the shirt, but he didn't say anything. Huh. Yeah. Do you still feel like you're being a little bit rebellious when you wear yellow? I don't wear it around them. He only wears Lakers away jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I only, yeah, the only yellow stuff I have is Lakers gear, and I only wear it. I won't wear it mm-hmm. around him. Why? Do you know why you had jaundice? Uh, no, I think it was just uh, I was like ten days old, so I think it was just birth. It mm-hmm. happens yeah, to a lot just, of babies. I think that just yeah. happens when you're a kid sometimes. 
Yeah. But it was it scared the shit out of him. So. Aww. Yeah. My skin's brown, so I'm always poop. <laughs> I can't wear yellow. Christ. Get that drop. <laughs> I, I can't though. My, my it looks weird with my skin. Mm. My skin tone. I have never thought about the poop and pee thing, but now I will. That's not why. That just it looks weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Jen on that one. I it never yeah. really occurred to yeah. me. I have, I have one yellow shirt and I have one pair of brown pants. Would you I, ever put them together? I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I won't. Okay. Keenan Dion says, "I love the warm, cozy feeling of a gas station on a dark, stormy morning." Nope. I don't. I don't find it warm and cozy. I, I never enjoy getting gas. Either Wait. either kind. Yeah, having gas is <laughs> good. I like going in I'm and confused. buying a drink and a snack in a gas station. <laughs> yeah, is that what he's saying? Like the inside of a gas station on a cold, stormy morning? I'm not sure. Oh, like the you quickie pump mark? gas outside. Right. I, or yeah. is he, does he live in New Jersey where you, someone else has to pump your gas? True. That there could be. Go. If there was the New, New Jersey factor, I feel like that would be somehow woven into the tweet. Anyway, that's just you. <laughs> Virginia <laughs> Nichols says, whenever someone says drag and drop, I hear drag and drop. Ooh. For the people at home probably heard the same thing twice. Drag and drop. She hears drag and drop. Um, sometimes. Sometimes I have heard that. <laughs> I'm always going to think. I like these just me or everyone's are always making me think of shit I that I never would have yeah. done before. So, yeah, drag and drop. No, I mean, maybe I'll start hearing it now. But the way you say drawers, um, <laughs> is, it, is it like me saying Wednesday? Do you What's say that? that? No, but is it the same thing as if someone said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the store on Wednesday? A little bit. Mm-hmm. I would sort of because, that person in the face. Yes, sort of because you're pronouncing it exactly the way it's spelled. Right. But, yeah, you pronounce drawers. How nobody told me this? I've probably been using drawers – you know, in my in my conversa- daily conversation, since I was four. Um, well, the, t- you, the when you just said it right now, it was less noticeable. It was. Yeah. I okay. think that it's it's not. It's the kind of thing like. Well, do, I'm not changing when, it. Just, I've been doing it too long. Take it's my note, thing. When you say it, <laughs> if people look at you a little weird, <laughs> like they're wondering, did they hear that or not? Okay, put that in your Twitter profile. Drawers is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't no. even say it. <laughs> just try draw. Drawers. Drawers. <laughs> How does your family say it? Sometimes these things are familial. I don't know. I, I always I always thought that that's how it was. Maybe I read it in a book and nobody else has ever said it to me in conversation. Yeah, I always mispronounce R-U-I-N. My whole life I said ruin. Like one syllable. Well, that's just ruin. ruin? It's ruin. Ruin? <laughs> ruin. So now I have to, ruin. I have to consciously... Make it two syllables, but it sounds wrong to me. I, I say ruin, but my head, like, that sounds off. I just know that it happens to be right. Do you know, the, you know the UCLA mascot? The you know, Bruin. The Bruin, yeah. But I, I, I don't Would say, say Bruin. Would you say Bruin? No. Okay. I just wanted to hear you say Bruin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Michelle Vance. Use Q-tips, then look at what comes out. Of course. Definitely. How do you, you have to know when to stop. Exactly. I think you're supposed to stop once it hurts when yeah. you push it. So that's when you stop, right? <laughs> well, also and it's that. satisfying. Like, oh, yeah, good. Yeah. This has come up on the Monday show before in, uh, I think, the episode with Rory Scovel. But sometimes I'm surprised at, like, I, I have no sense of what's going on ear Q-tip-wise. For example, I might think there's going to be a lot of wax, then there's nothing. I might think there's going to be nothing. There's a lot. 
Ask your doctor if you're supposed to use Q-tips. You're not. I think you're not. Absolutely Because I was going to say, every single doctor I've ever had has told me, never use Q-tips. I well, know, every but single every single I one. never, I have never listened. I use them regularly. That doesn't everyone. You turned out okay. I think it's fine. <laughs> Thank you. I had, I've had serious problems and had to stop. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Have you had ear infections? Yeah. <gasps> oh. From Q-tip use? No. But, but you just have sensitive ears. Yeah. I just have ear problems. And I was told, don't this, use is no, this is no longer the thing where you're just my patient and I say don't use Q-tips. You can't use Q-tips. You will die if you use Q-tips. No, I'll just have <laughs> terrible ear, ear infections. Yeah. And I've had them and they fucking suck. Have you had them as, a, as an adult? Uh-huh. Ouch. I like the idea that Chris just suggested that your doctor said, <laughs> what did you say? Today? Don't use Q-tips or you'll die. Or you'll die. <laughs> one more Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, David Smith, just mirror everyone. At checkout, I put the healthiest food on the conveyor belt first to make a good impression, <laughs> then the not-so-healthy stuff last. No, but I space it out if I'm buying a lot of booze and try to put stuff in between so I don't look like a terrible, terrible alcoholic. <laughs> I was going to say, I do almost the opposite. I put all the booze stuff first because mm-hmm. that's that's what's going to take the most time to like swipe, look at my ID or whatever. I, mean, I don't know. I've never really paid that much attention to what – I'm more about like – Making sure that the row on the conveyor belt, like that the items are placed in such a way that it maximizes the space of that conveyor belt. That's nice. Why? I want to be kind to the person behind me. Oh, so, so can they put can the start little getting guard the, down. Yeah, and then they can start doing their thing. I always put the little guard thing down, and I always feel like, look at me being so conscientious. Sort of like whenever I tell someone, when I let them know that they were right. Inside, I'm thinking, look at me being so – such the bigger person. I hope they appreciate it even though that's really not why you ever – you're not supposed to, to do things like that. But yeah. anyway, somehow putting the little in-between stick yeah. things exactly the same. You have to the put the divider down. That's yeah. a human thing to do. See, I didn't, I didn't think that it was a nice thing. I thought it was just what you yeah, were supposed to do. And then when people would say thank you, I would get confused. Well, sometimes they could – I don't know if you're supposed to put it behind you. I always put it behind me. Oh, I always put it behind me. I mean, I do too. In fact, I – and I get uncomfortable if the person in front of me doesn't do it because I don't want to put one behind their thing because then I feel like they're going to – I don't know. Like I feel like I've done that before and someone's turned around and made a, like a face at me like, what, you didn't think I could do that? It's like, well, you hadn't yet. Like yeah. I'm standing here. Like you shamed them. Yeah. And I'm looking at you and my ear is hurting, Gary. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just covered what? his ear with his earphone. No, I I was just tapping this because my ear hurt. Uh, not I wasn't telling you to cover your ear. No, I know. Yeah, bring okay. that bad boy back out. I liked, <laughs> I liked it. Thanks, Matt. When you put when you put all your booze stuff at the front, do you ever just put your ID on top of like the beers? I have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I always do that. Maximizes the time. Yep. Have you ever thought? And I'm wondering if this is insulting to someone who actually works at a grocery store. That it would be fun to be a cashier at a grocery store? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. And Definitely. it's not. Oh, uh, not. <laughs> I did used to think it was fun, and then I experienced that reality, and it's not that fun. Where did you work? Do uh, you work in Orange County? Yeah. What did, the, what did it used to be before it was civilians down there by our house? Ralph's. Yeah. And I you know what? Hmm. That shopping center fucking sucks. You have no idea how badly a five-degree pitch on a fucking shopping – on like a parking lot can be until you're trying to collect carts. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a little oh. bit it's like, slightly it's like slanted. It's five, ten, ten degrees. It's yeah. – And they're all like $100,000 cards. So you can't like let one get out of control because you're going to run into a – Right. Yeah. Do you think the cashiers judge you by what you're buying? Every time. Yeah. 
I don't know if they judge, but no. I bet they look for. I, think I they, mean, they, they would c- remember. They have theories, yeah. or rationalizations like, "Oh, somebody's making smoothies tonight." Exactly. How, when have you ever not checked out and had somebody like ask you about? what you're making or what you know at trader joe's i feel like it's part of their job Ugh. description to make small talk about your items mm-hmm. which i can't stand i hate that so much i just wish i'd wish they wouldn't say anything yeah i i hate it but i would do the same thing i mean i probably wouldn't say anything because i don't like to chat really anyway like in those situations <laughs> yeah that just is uncomfortable in every way possible but i would have like stories in my mind for sure I think I've told Matt and Chris this before, but do you guys know my, the trick that I read online about club cards if you don't have one? No. You pick an area code near you and use 8675309. It works every single time. Stop it. Oh, that's smart. God, it's amazing. Yeah. That is smart. I'm going to try it. It's uh, It hasn't failed for me yet. Oh that person's gosh. probably getting a shitload of coupons. <laughs> so many points. Exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, I've had a Ralph's card for probably 10 years now. When I first got the card, I got, like, a free rotisserie chicken and, like, a free two-liter thing of Coke, and it was a big deal. It was super awesome. I, to this day, have not gotten anything since then. Like, I've gone to Ralph's. Your mom least... and dad are pilfering your Ralph's points because it's still going to their house. No way. This is an in- – Like, you'd I'm get on my, a coupon? I have my own Ralph's card. Thank you'd you get a much. coupon for a free chicken? Or it uh, would just yeah, like yeah, yeah, chicken. Yeah. No, chicken shows up in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was dropped off at my front door. No, yeah, it was like a printout. They give you your receipt and coupons, and then you can get a free rotisserie oh. chicken. Go, oh, you collected this many points. They don't do that because they give you points. They give you ten cents off a gallon now for points. Yeah, it's lame. It's totally lame. I've used it. Awesome. Wait, how I don't mind wait. saving the yes, money? Yes, I've been wondering. Okay, because every time I pump gas, it says, "Are you a Vons?" club member or whatever and i am but i always click no because i'm like this is this feels like a pain in the butt <laughs> what it, it would do for every gallon you get 10 cents off so then when you go and you give them your card they take it off your check no you- it like it's all computerized so i've only done it with ralph's at a shell station but you put it in you put your ralph's card in when you do your credit card as well and then it takes it off of the machine and it like, oh your gas 10, is cheaper yeah so 10 cents or 20 Wait, cents we'll take off your phone number though I don't I know. I can't remember the last I don't time know. I had a physical club card. I bet anywhere. it would. I entered I my – oh, my God. I've been – I could be dollars richer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Eric Fusco, on my way to work after a vacation, I get a sense of dread wondering what bad things may have happened in my absence. No. I think he's lucky it happens to him on the way to work. That <laughs> yeah. feeling usually happens about – 15 to 20 hours before the next day. Right. Yeah, that's that's when I'm already just like, ugh. Yep, that's me. Chicken McDougal. <laughs> I like that name. Just me or everyone. Pretzels often give me the hiccups. Nope. Just well, you, you got to slow down on the I've pretzels. I've been eating pretzels this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, Chris has been eating pretzels for the last hour. Amy Loveridge, when I'm driving to a place I've never been, I feel like all the drivers around me know it and are annoyed. Well... Are you driving um, like someone who's lost? Because then they might. They oh are annoyed. Gosh. Yes. I'm annoyed. Especially if you're driving uh, near the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Believe me, we're all annoyed at you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ugh. finally, Megan Daniels, I feel like a big idiot when I go to get a shopping cart, a lot of grocery talk, and it is stuck to the cart in front of it. Oh, I never think about how that makes me look. I just think, this is annoying. Me too. I'm just going to get another one. That's, That's what I, I just move on. No, yeah. Double card Move it. on. Counts as one. <laughs> double card. <laughs> just a double card. Awesome. Oh. I like to think, though, that Chris's it- life is always an adventure. <laughs> I know. 
if I had to work extra hard to separate the carts, you can bet your ass when I'm putting the cart back, I'm slamming it back in to give the next person the same joy that I had. <laughs> Wow, you're wow. you're wow, not paying it of, forward. Yeah, jeez. Oh, also, <laughs> when I when I actually take the cart and put it back in the um, cart stable, you know that thing. I don't know what the actual name is. Gary, do you know? Uh, I I've heard it referred to as a caddy. Okay, I feel I like think it's drawer. <laughs> when I put it back in the cart drawer, <laughs> I'm I, leaving. <laughs> I feel like um, look at me being so conscientious doing this as opposed to just <laughs> leaving it at the curb. Well, a lot of things you're impressed with yourself about in this episode, you aren't are. there? Oh my goodness! I know. Because you you're know, so I don't. Nice. Know. You know, I do the same thing in fitting rooms. I, I will never leave my clothes with the person in the fitting room uh-huh. with their stacked clothes because I feel bad. I, uh, so I lie with my, like my five shirts. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking all of them, and I just put them back myself because I I feel I feel like wow. I have to. Yeah, I, wow. I do that too. I don't, what? I don't ever. Get, I, have I, never I feel bad because they have that. a huge stack of clothes. If I even put them back on the hangers, I would walk- have a look at me. I'm being so conscientious <laughs> yeah. feeling. You just have to walk by the like the dude who's like got his headset on and he's just folding this like insurmountable stack just one time. And, like, I've seen it before where, like, the guy was folding and he had a giant stack and up came another employee with a bigger, like, stack and threw it on top of it. And the guy just looked at him like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> and I was like, after that, I was like, all right, no, I'm never, I'm never adding to that problem. So I have a shirt of the same shirt with, like, six sizes. And, yeah, I'm taking all of them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I walk away. But here's the thing. I worked at J. Crew for, like, three days. <laughs> so you know you're an expert and i'm an expert on close stuff but however my fear of having small talk with strangers was so great that i just loved folding i gotta be like just bring it on keep just keep you might be stuff. depriving them keep them oh, coming oh no i'm forcing them to be social because <laughs> otherwise you get stuck like greeting at the front oh, or yeah. like oh. you know you, so you, know. you liked the busy work yeah, because it would just for those three days. I, man, I, I, I would, got really good at folding I would fold sweaters and refold towels at the TJ Maxx under this one speaker <laughs> that played music, just so I could, and I would just stand there in the same spot, folding and unfolding the same towels, yeah, just so I could listen folding to the music, and then unfolding <laughs> yeah. and then refolding. Yeah, isn't your life so much better now? Yeah, I'd say it's a step up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we are out of time, but thank you guys so much for joining me. Next time, we have to talk about my brief career as a greeter at Sam Goody, and we have to talk yes. about Chris's dynamic hair that he experienced the other day where I was <laughs> certain that he was was using moose or something, and he said he just woke up that way. I did. Um, all right, and thank you guys so much for listening. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, they have everything, why not click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost um, you anything extra, but it definitely helps out the show. And again, thank you for listening, and tell your friends. Um, we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching, hey, go fuck yourself, uh, with your iPhone in iTunes. And also, I mentioned already, but we have the special bonus episode from the LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and, excuse me, Doug Benson and Greg Proops. And it's really funny. And it's only $1.99. You can get that in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Oh, and if you want to email the show, A R I Y M B F at adamcarolla.com. You can follow Gary at G Patrick Smith. You can follow Matt. Well, actually, for Matt, just go to There Will Be Spoilers. Dot com, right? That's correct. And for Chris, uh, which, what are you going to throw out today? Surprise us. Uh, follow Jenna Kim Jones at Jenna Kim Jones. <laughs> wow. Now, I'm going to give him the plug if he's not going to do it. Follow Corolla Digital. Chris has been putting some hilarious shit on there, like the picture <laughs> of him and Adam at the split pea soup. That was funny. <laughs> follow the Corolla Digital Twitter mean- and Instagram. 
Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, do you mean Instagram or Twitter? You the mean Instagram's both. Instagram's linked. But also, There's you some behind the scenes stuff. Also yeah. at Chris Loxamana. Yeah. Well, look at you. By being nice to Jenna, you got more plugs than anyone. <laughs> you see that? Well done. And, well done. And the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. Okay, I love you guys, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?